from Local 12 Sports. It's the Skinny Podcast. Now, here's Richard Skinner. Welcome into the Skinny Podcast. I'm Richard Skinner, Local12.com, digital sports columnist and editor with Chris Rankle. It's presented by Blake, the attorney, Maislin. Ain't no rest for the wicked skinny on the bye week, so that's why we're here. Uh, not a lot of football to talk about, but playing for these Bengals, it seems like this bye week came at the right time. It did for many reasons. I mean, you get a chance to get Orlando Brown healthy. You get another week for Joe Burrow to get healthy, another week for T. Higgins to get healthy. And talking to Brian Callahan last Monday, um, I think they've got some things they're going to try to unlock on this offense. Number one is is getting Joe Burrow under center a little bit more. Not a, not a ton but to unlock some things in the run game that haven't been there. They've done almost all the runs out of the shotgun, and it just hasn't worked very well, and it's pretty uh, – you kind of telegraph what you're going to do. You get no play action out of it, and I know people can see RPOs. RPOs are not play action. It is called a run-pass option, the option to hand it off for a run or pull it back for a pass. That looks play action-y, but it's really not. We're talking about play action of getting back, faking one, drawing everybody up, letting T. Higgins go deep, and T. Higgins is really good as a receiver for whatever reason. Maybe it's matchups, whatever – in play action. So I think they're looking to to self-scout and go, all right, what can we do better? And the one thing I would hang my hat on as a Bengals fan is this group the last two years, and we're going to eliminate the last game against Cleveland in 2021 when no starters played. They're 13-2 and otherwise coming out of bye weeks. 5-2, and technically 5-3 and with the loss to Cleveland two years ago. 8-0 last year. I don't think that's coincidence. They figure out something during the bye week. I would hang my hat they figure something out again here too. Interesting you bring up the play action. We haven't seen them do that a whole lot right. for, for multitude of reasons. But part of that is the play action doesn't work unless you establish the run. True. We've seen Joe Mixon be an effective runner, but for whatever reason, they don't want to go with the ground game. Do you think that's something we're going to see them try to establish the run a little more? Yeah, and I think, again, with him, on, with him running more down, Hilden from a standing start out of the shotgun. I've always thought that's his best. I always thought he was a perfect I-formation tailback. Well, nobody runs the I-formation anymore other than occasionally uh, Baltimore and occasionally San Francisco. They just, it's not part of the game. It's spread everybody out, run from the gun, run from under center, but spreading everybody out. Uh, I've always thought Joe was a traditional I-formation run downhill tailback. And if you can get him doing some of those things better and more often. Now, the other side of this too is you've got to find a backup plan to him to take a little bit off his plate. He hasn't carried it a ton to your point but he's been on the field for almost 75 percent of the offensive snaps that's a lot um, and they need to find some suitable second back in some way, shape, or form. They haven't found that yet. Maybe they found that guy at the trade deadline. Maybe. I know the bye week, they gave him the extra day off. They were going to have a practice on Tuesday. They gave him the day yeah. off. There's only so much you can do with the bye week because you're trying to get guys sure. healthy. You want to have some guys with some time off. How much changes and how much should we expect out of this team? Because you, it's more tweaks than something completely new. I would yeah, say. I mean, they, they've done this before where they've ripped up the run game and, and changed it completely. They went from that, the, the, the wide zone scheme last year to pin and pull and doing some other things in the run game. I don't expect that to happen because, again, I think for them it's what runs can we do from under center that are going to help and then help open up some other things. And I think, listen, a healthy Joe Burrow makes a difference. I know the Seattle game was a little wonky, those last nine drives, but the last two games when Joe Burrow's been healthy, watching him move around, I think has unlocked some things as well and will continue to unlock some things. You know, you, you watch games like I do. You know, you watch Patrick Mahomes, it feels like every snap he's taking it like a backyard game, running around like a chicken with his head chopped off and making plays. Well, that's part of the NFL is being able to make unscripted plays. Joe Burrow is really good at that, and he was very hampered in trying to do that over those first six games. Now, what a welcome back to football out of the bye week for the Bengals because <laughs> the San Francisco 49ers are waiting, one of the best teams in the league. They'll play Monday on that short week, so if you're, if you're keeping math at home, bye week for the Bengals to get ready. 
and a short week for the Niners. That's both in the Bengals' favor. But boy, this Niners team is really good. Skate. It is. I, I guess you know we're, 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 we, have, we have not seen them play this week because they play on Monday night. Um, did we see a chink in Brock Purdy's armor against the Browns, or was that just the Browns doing what they do defensively at home? And maybe it is because they've been so good against the Bengals, Titans, and against the 49ers at home. You know, Christian McCaffrey's showing a little bit of injury issues, and that's kind of been his mo of late. Of he's obviously very good when he's healthy, but you know if he is banged up going into that game, might that compromise uh, what he does? So maybe you catch a little bit of a break with this being a shorter week for, for San Francisco. And if they somehow go to Minnesota to lose, maybe they start to go well as us and try to figure out what's wrong with us. How do we fix it? We'll only know that tomorrow night. That defensive line, I think, is going to be a big test for the, for the Bengals offense as well because, you know, Nick Bosa, I can't even keep track of all the guys. They, I was looking at their no, roster. They're so good. What should we reasonably expect out of this offense that we know has had struggles and that's a defense, one of the best in the NFL. They got to go. Yeah, I, again, I think it's more what can the Bengals do, and I think they feel like they can do things to help themselves. Again, Frisco's really good. There's no question. If they're healthy, especially on defense, all those things are really good. Um, but you know, I, I guess go back to for whatever reason, they have found a way coming out of buys, whether it's. Um, go to a to a to a uh, Vegas and, and win a road game and run the ball a bunch. Whether it's go to Denver and win a game 15 to 10 and, and get a slugfest, uh, they just have found ways to do it. And so I'm going to hang my hat that that's going to be the case. If they are able to beat San Francisco, because I have this when the season started in my likely loss column. I mean, I'm not trying to. If you're unless you're a complete crazy homer, this was a likely right. loss. Right. And it even looks more likely because San Francisco is really good. If you go steal this win. It unlocks everything for the for the last 11 games of this season. A lot of football left to go. We'll know if they're able to unlock and get a little momentum out in San Francisco uh, one Sunday, one week from today. Bye weeks over, Skinny. Back it to work. It is, darn it. This has been the Skinny Podcast, brought to you by Blake, the attorney Maisley.